0: Welcome back for another helping of oysters, clams, and cockles. I am Ross Bolin, here with my buddy Barrett Dudley to bring you the best TV shows and movies weekly in an easily digestible podcast packed with laughs. Barrett, how are you on this fine Monday uh, afternoon, late afternoon?
1: You know, uh, Ross, it's what it is. It is what it is. It's what it is. Okay. It's It's what it is. Yeah. How I'm doing on this Monday, it's what it is. It is what it is. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's what it is. Ross, I'm trying to, Ross, I'm trying to help you. Oh, okay. It's what it is. Oh, oh, okay. I'm trying to do something for you. Got it. It's Got what it is. No, I understand. Okay, all right. Okay, i yeah, no, yeah. I've, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So here, here I am on a Monday, just feeling, It could also not, good. we could feeling also good. be
0: having this conversation <laughs> on Thursday.
1: Yeah, perhaps. that, well, whenever. Who knows? Time is relative, Barrett. That's true. You do
0: Irishman uh, jokes and I'll do Watchman jokes. <laughs> and
1: we'll mix them together.
0: And make yeah, a you're, joke, you baby. could.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could be experiencing this anytime. All time, time is a flat circle. They, they, they've always said that. Um, yeah, we have another fun
0: show today. It should go without saying we're talking about Watchmen season one episode eight, the penultimate episode. Actually, Pen- we,
1: oh god, yeah. I can't even believe that I didn't. I didn't even think of that until right this second. It is the penultimate. Penultimate. We only have nine episodes. You in know, season we, one. You know how we feel about penultimates on uh, on this show. We feel strong. We feel strongly about them. We do.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about an odd numbered amount of episodes in a season Have we ever had a nine episodes show before? Yeah, Off I, the top, I can't
1: think of one I think so, but I'm not totally positive Mindhunter might have been nine episodes this season Feels like they would they would do that Dutch, yeah, for some reason Yeah,
0: Huh, well yeah, the penultimate but... episode of Watchmen And then of course we're finally digging into Martin Scorsese's latest The Irishman yep. Which uh, took us a combined six and a half weeks to finish of Human <laughs> Time between the two of us <laughs> Yeah. But uh, oh, just for those of you who are like, "What? What? The Mandalorian? What about the Mandalorian and his Dark Materials?" Next week we'll be back on Disney Plus The Mandalorian episodes five and six, as well as His Dark Materials episodes five and six. Of course, after we after we discuss yeah. the season one finale of Watchmen, which I'm sure will be totally free of any drama, madness, or weirdness. Are
1: you? Did you watch the latest Mandalorian episode? I did. Okay, I well, did. Well, it. If we have time at the end, maybe we'll maybe we can find a minute to just like touch on the tag at the end of the episode because that was really the only thing that like is like it would it will take us three minutes yeah, yeah. you know what I mean nah yeah we'll knock it out at the end fuck it so and because uh, I mean the, other than that what, what anything else we can just talk about next week yeah because it wasn't like you know there wasn't this, this was a this was a pretty like tight episode it was a light it episode. was a light yes in terms yeah. of
0: what took place right
1: like when it ended you're like oh yeah. Okay
0: So Yeah yeah. The subset of OCC is brought to you by Lisa I always argue your mattress is the most important purchase you're going to make for your home Even more important right up there in front of your living room television So you have to ask yourself is your mattress comfortable Look it's the end of the year people We're nearing the end of 2019 Did you spend this whole freaking year on a bed that wasn't a Lisa? That was a mistake Get yourself a Lisa. Lisa knows how important Rest is to a better life. Lisa is the foundation Of a healthier, happier you. And to Lisa A bed is more than just a place to sleep. It's a place For relaxation and rest. I've been sleeping On the Hybrid, their most advanced luxury Hybrid mattress for years and years now It's made with premium foams and springs For enhanced pressure relief with edge-to-edge support The most comfortable bed I have ever laid eyes Or body on. I highly recommend it to everyone I know Friends, family, people on the street I scream at them. Get you a Hybrid by Lisa Lisa believes all people should have access to deep rest And relaxation. And as such, they make it easy for their customers to know they've made the right choice through their social impact initiatives tied to each purchase. Lisa donates one mattress for every 10 they sell through organizations that work in causes like foster care prevention. To date, they have donated more than 33,000 mattresses to more than 1,000 nonprofits. Lisa mattresses are made in the USA. In-home delivery and setup is available. Financing is also available. Do not miss out, Clam Fam. Finish the year strong, live healthier, live happier, rest deeper, order today, get 15% off any mattress for a limited time at lisa.com slash dragon. Use the promo code dragon, that's l-e-e-s-a.com slash dragon, promo code dragon. dragon. Let's talk about uh, the people out there, many, many, many people, <laughs> many people, many, many people who have said, my God. One episode of this glorious podcast Oysters Clams and Cockles discussing all the best in TV and film is simply not enough. Babe. Uh-huh. That's right. A we lot have, of a lot of people have been saying. We've that. created a place for these people to save them, if you will. Yeah. To be to be their saving grace, to provide them with that and to fill that hole, if you will. Yeah. And it's patreon.com slash oysters, It's the only place you can get additional, exclusive, and advertisement-free OCC each and every week throughout the month of December. And uh, just quickly up front, I'll say it. When you sign up for December with a 5 or $10 pledge to enter either the Crustacean Nation or the Mollusk Militia, uh, you immediately gain access to our entire year worth of content. Every single thing we ever published in
1: 2019 on Patreon,
0: you're gonna get. you're going to get it right there.
1: Right there. So if there was like a movie club. You yeah, or yeah, some shit. right. Just ju- if if you uh, if you're catching up, we've, we, you know we've got Golden Globe noms. Uh, the movie that we did last month. Maybe you'll find. Maybe you'll finally learn to respect Mr. Park. And, respect and, Mr. Park. And see Parasite, yes. which was nominated a couple of times. We've got that going on. That was last month. If you want Rick and Morty season four is going on. We talked about it last month. Yeah. And then uh the We the, did a whole Rick and Morty like spectacular. The Twittering, the Twittering is just there the people are going just absolutely bananas about this the last Patreon episode that we did where we talked about Game of Thrones. Because it was uh it was you an all time great episode yeah. of podcast. Right. I mean, yeah, we even we gave our we gave our six months post Series finale top five characters, which was extremely difficult to do, but it was really fun. And they've probably already changed, but yeah, it was it was uh, it was great to talk about. Yeah, if you asked me to do it right now, I couldn't give you the same five. Yeah, in that you probably order. yeah you probably wouldn't.
0: But I, you know,
1: so that was that that was great. Tomorrow, Ross and I are going to see Knives Out. That's going to be a good. one Also nominated for a Golden Globe. The buzz around this movie is insane. That's we our, told, our we, movie we club. T- for we December. told you to go see it with your friends and family if while you were back home for Thanksgiving. Um we're going to go see it as friends tomorrow, as friends and as podcast hosts. We are. And um and but you know, you've got all you got all month. This movie's not going away. It's a it's a it's a smash hit. Oh, people, yeah. it's a smash hit. Get to the theaters. Take Get. your auntie. And then uh then we'll do hotline calls and then Patreon will be the only place where you can hear us do a little year in review. And break down each of our individual top five television shows and movies of 2019.
0: Which is going to be incredibly fun as well. I'll say this. Talking about Game of Thrones again, it felt like new life in my lungs Mm. or something. Mm. I don't know. It had just been so long. It felt good to talk about the show again. and, and, And with some like, you know, some space. Every sure, time we sure. readdress it, it's going to be a little bit different. And yeah. it was just, I feel like for everybody who jumped into OCC, who joined us back when we were Game of Thrones exclusive, it would be super fun for you to hear us talk yeah, exclusively yeah. about Game of Thrones for almost a full hour again. So yeah, that's available well, on did, Patreon. Did, I as well. mean,
1: speaking of Game of Thrones, I know I know we're not quite there yet, but did you see that that the Golden Globes they went they went Gandalf on them? They said you shall not Passed. have nominations. Well, unless you're Kit for some. He I don't. I'm that, trying to wrap my true. head around. That, yeah,
0: yeah. I can't, we're going to talk about the Golden Globes at the end of the show, so I'm going <laughs> to okay, save it for save it, then Save it, save but it But I have takes, I have many takes Go to patreon.com slash oysters, clams, cockles, join the crustacean nation, the mollusk militia, support the podcast Get additional exclusive ad-free OCC And uh, hear us talk about all that Game of Thrones and all the fun stuff Bear just mentioned coming up in December And then all the great stuff back in November, October, July, August, all the other months that we're in this year on the calendar Oh yeah Ready to talk Watchmen Let's talk Watchmen. Penultimate Watchmen. Um, can we jump straight to the the scene after the credits, please? Yeah. Uh huh. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Because I got a lot of tweets, a lot of DMs from people saying, "Ross, you stupid idiot." There's going to be a scene after the credits. Make sure you don't miss it. Okay. Just to make sure I didn't miss it, right? Yeah. yeah. And so I'm expe- after the episode, which was uh, nonstop fucking crazy. <laughs> I expected the scene after the credits to be like the exclamation point almost, right? Like, right. To like really tell you to something. to just knock me on my fucking ass, mm-hmm. and then it was uh, it was sort of a letdown after I got that many tweets and DMs. And I, now the thing is, I think these people were just making sure I didn't miss it, right? But yes. I took it as it's going to be the most important
1: thing you ever see, yeah. And then so when it hit, I was like,
2: Oh, okay, a horseshoe. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so it, it, I, I had not really, like, checked Twitter or DMs or anything, or or uh, the clan fam just doesn't care, or they, maybe they just know that I'll hit the tag, they wanted to make sure that, that oh, you... It's because I've already missed one. Right. You were like, hey, dumbass. Yeah. yeah. um And so, wait, which one did you miss? I don't know. Not Watchmen. It was on Watchmen, yeah. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, maybe I missed one. I think, is there, not, Mike, is there, have there been three? Mm, no. Two? That's what, I, that's what I remember. No? I think... Maybe it wasn't watched. Okay, it must be. I think it was, think it was something two, else. Yeah. I got yelled at, though, for not having seen a yeah, post credit right, yeah, scene yeah, yeah, yeah. of something recent. Yes, I, yeah, I remember that, but yeah. I can't I can't put my finger on it either. Mm. Anyways, I just so happened to be just, like, chilling, letting the credits roll on this one. And so I, I, I hit it. But, yeah, it was- Jaw uh, dropped still. You were just like- It wow. was, uh, yeah. My big question was, like, wait. So did, did people in old times just, like, is, like, the horseshoe and the cake just something that they did to, like, shape the cake, to weight the cake? I'm and he not. He was like, "Oh, this cake might have a horseshoe in it, which I can use to dig out of this prison cell." Like, okay, it's one thing. to- That's dis- what he was doing, right? Yes, Digging yes, out of the prison yes, cell. Yes, with yes, a yes. With the horseshoe. horseshoe.
0: So it's one thing to d- to discover, after all we've seen in this episode, that crookshanks and and what's his what's her name? Well, his name crookshanks and uh,
2: Mr. Phillips.
0: Mr. Phillips. I was about crookshanks to say. got it's asked that look- by the way. Um, <laughs> it's one thing after all that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. After all that. To see them put that
2: in the cake for him to help him escape. I don't even make... I can't even make sense of that I think, part. I think I can help with that. Okay. In the first episode when they gave him the cake... Yes. Um, he... Phillips handed Vite a horseshoe. And Vite was like, what the fuck are you doing, you fucking stupid robot clone? Right, I remember this. And he's like, oh, maybe he was trying to hand him a knife? I think it's just a... A bug in the system with the clones. Okay, that sometimes they mix just shit like, up. They just like put horseshoes in places. Yeah, or or like <laughs> they you ask can't for a get spoon, the right
1: object always.
2: You ask maybe. for a spoon to give you a syringe or whatever, and they keep repeating this horseshoe thing. And all of a sudden, he's like, "Oh shit! There's a horseshoe in here. These fucking dumbasses. Now I can escape."
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and then it's like, okay, even if you get beyond that, it's like, how long would it take to, to dig, dig out with a horseshoe? <laughs> yeah. Because it's not a shovel, it's a horseshoe. Right.
2: I think this show gets away with a lot by reminding you, oh, Adrian Vight is the smartest man in the world. You give him a horseshoe, tomorrow he has a spaceship.
1: Fair enough. You know. And I like that about his character, too. I did, I did, yeah. That's a good note. They have done, it, you somehow they like, it, it's very believable that he is just like this insane inventor that can literally mm-hmm. do pretty much anything. Yeah. Do
0: yeah, anything. No, I mean, yeah. once you've. Told me the man can make it rain cephalopods
1: or whatever for no reason. Then I'm gonna believe he di- can di- dig out with a horseshoe, I guess. Did I catch a plot hole though? He's been uh, in Europa for the last 10 years on the Jupiter moon, right? Uh-huh. And we in the very first episode, there's a cephalopod dump in Tulsa.
2: He has that shit on
1: auto. You think he just yeah, yeah, because like he's very clearly manipulating his screens and his systems mm-hmm. to put that dump in in wherever it is brazil or wherever yeah i'm wondering if i'm wondering if it's
0: like mike is saying and there's some sort of uh maybe yeah. now that he's yeah. locked up up there like sure. the system's still
1: going and randomly there's like a fucking cephalopod cephalopods yeah, or whatever right. I'm, uh, that, i don't know that's that's an easy explanation out of it probably but i i did think about that okay yeah fair enough um yeah i i i the way this w- okay to jump back from
0: now the uh post credit scene to the episode The way they walked us through all this mm-hmm. Like the whole relationship between Angela And Dr. Manhattan, John um, Was Just incredibly well done
1: This the, was a phenomenal of episode of television The conversation the, 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 the centering conversation of them in the bar yes. And then like the bounces back and forth Was just like I- Impeccably done And before I forget These guys have made fun of uh, the Watchmen movie Right? They've
0: yep. taking a little jab at it even they're still borrowing some shit from it like the the way Manhattan speaks is very much the same I mean it's the tone and everything of the it's look and I get that there's not a lot of ways to say all right now speak with zero empathy for humanity mm-hmm. but when he's Dr. Manhattan on the show is speaking,
1: I keep being reminded of Dr. Manhattan from the movie yeah so the, I mean they, the the look the glow is very similar and I I mean I, I would also attribute that though to uh, w- one of the things that people both you know criticized the movie for but also gave it some credit for is that it was su- such a faithful like adaptation like visually and like you know okay like the comic booky visual y- style yeah like it 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 interpreted the comic book very you know kind of page for page and and yeah. look for look got it so it, so if it You know if we're saying that the movie if one of the things that it really got right was like the way that these people looked then it kind of stands to reason that the show keeping faithful to the graphic novel would also kind of emulate right some of that yeah but but i good point but yeah the like dr manhattan like looks very similar as to the movies dr manhattan as well
0: yes so i get okay so the the thing about this show and another thing about this show that they do so well is the ability to never at this point never really question like the you know first few episodes we're constantly bothered by like what is happening what is going on the cephalopods are raining from mm-hmm. the sky. fucking
1: mothman uh, <laughs> uh, paparazzi which have not reappeared right for some yeah reason. and st- still no word from Lube Man either or Lube Man What's he's he, just, he's, d- he's just gonna pop up next episode to save the whole thing right he's gonna slide back up out <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then sacrifice himself <laughs> to save
0: yeah, yeah. Angela um. By the way, the the title of the episode, what is it? Was, a God Walks Into a Bar, and then they had it, A-Bar, like <laughs> Angela A-Bar, yep. instead of A-Bar. They Aha. changed
2: that right before they aired the episode. Did they? All last week, it was A-Space-Bar, but on Sunday, it was A-Bar, one word. No way. every Like, on all the apps.
1: That's so weird. So, I, so I didn't notice until today, when mm-hmm. I actually, when I saw, or maybe it was last night, when I saw the title written out on, yeah. you know, on, like, pieces or whatever, right. or stuff on the internet. yeah. And they had put it together. I feel like when I hit play on HBO Go last night, it was still separated. It was definitely together within the episode.
2: Yeah. Like when
1: it, you know how in each episode we finally get a view of the words. Right,
2: right, right. Okay. Yeah, they may have updated that right after. Interesting.
0: Also, that's a crazy thing is that they can change this shit after the fact. Yeah. Like with the gold, with the Game of Thrones Starbucks cup, remember that shit was gone like mm-hmm. 2 mm-hmm. days later? Yeah. Off any any version of it you streamed. They're like Kanye just logging changing back into title
1: and changing the entire album. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I feel about that, man. It, um uh, let let's we can just kind of memento this thing a little bit though. And I I just want to take one we step. We don't have much choice. One step back from the uh from the of credits tag there. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Mhm. I still don't understand why Manhattan can't just stand in that house and just evaporate everything that's outside. Mike, please, please help us here because it is the one thing that when (laughs) you're because when he's she's she's like
0: you know I'm gonna okay I'm gonna save your life and he's like this is the moment the moment I fell in love with you when I've told you that there's no way you can save me and you try anyway. It's like you start to think about it, and you're like, well, can't you just literally close your eyes and turn all those guys into dust really at, at this
2: point, it's all theorizing, but three things. One, it's just really good emotional writing, and Lindelof is always going to go for that over, you know, what makes sense. Right. Two, um, I read the comic before the show came out again, and Dr. Manhattan, it does not surprise me that he... S- does have a subconscious death wish. So I okay. think he'd be okay with dying. Um, but also, hasn't he
0: been either... Didn't Adrian attempt mm-hmm. to destroy him in yeah. a similar manner or with a similar sort of plan with a technology
2: and then yeah. it didn't work? they still haven't explained this new technology that, that you know, these I guys guess have. they're going to dive into that next episode. But the third thing is that him being so omniscient and omnipotent right perhaps he sees that his death will lead to a better future for everyone so it's necessary
1: i'm Th- still not buying his death that's well i'm not either and but the that's the kind of your the third thing that you mentioned there is kind of the one thing that i have been kind of grabbing at a little bit is mm-hmm. that because he does exist simultaneously and essentially all of time that time then there, maybe there's something about this moment that he kind of knows needs to happen or should happen. Mm-hmm. And also, I, I don't know, there's part of him that like, it, it, this episode says it a lot, that despite him basically being a god, he still wants to be human, right? And I don't so know. He, I,
0: my, the thing for me is always that he's... It's because it's like, see, this is where I start to draw in shit from the movies, and it gets weird because he, or from the movie. He's supposed to be, like, totally disconnected from humanity, right? And it turns out, like, we find out it hasn't even been him on that, on Jupiter. Mm-hmm. It's but That's been a hologram or a project. Yeah. I'm sorry, on, on Mars building. Uh, just a series of patterns or whatever, and he's actually been down here on Earth walking around?
2: Well, no, he was on Europa creating... That world. Okay. And he thought that was going to be his purpose and it left him unfulfilled again. And I think what he told Vate was that what he saw in Angela was a kinship. She projects that she doesn't want people or family, but that's the one thing she really wants. More than anything. And he... He gets that.
0: Ah, okay, yeah. yeah. It was interesting how they were able to draw like almost these parallels between like your Christian God and your Doctor Manhattan, Mm -hmm. and like uh, you know the the idea of a God becoming so bored with his creation that he's just like I'm out, like (laughs) he just doesn't care, Uh is like the most terrifying thing that they they find ways to play with in these microcosms, Mm -hmm. right? Like, but I still. Okay, so even if he
1: sees everything at once,
0: and I'm he's just,
1: able to put together because he okay, he knows that he doesn't actually have to go out there and be and like be a shield in front of Angela. He can literally do this stuff from anywhere, right? Right. So he's choosing he, to die, but he does anyway. He goes out there and like is is base is protecting her in, in close range and is out there like in the shit, blowing everybody's head up. Even, but he he has to know he doesn't have to do that, so it like has to be some type of. This leads to this. choice yeah. about uh, of either this is like what this is what like a human would do. You'd go out there. She's ready to fight and save me by like standing in front of the firestorm. So that's so I'll do that too. Yeah. Or it's he knows yeah. this has to happen.
2: Also, it, the other way would just make for such a boring sure show. Just went.
0: Yeah. Right, and that's fair, but I mean, okay, so then there's like I'm like, Angela, why don't you She's like running over there to strap up And I'm like, you're not even
2: gonna yell at him Like, dude, you could kill all those people Right now Mm -hmm. I think that's the point, that she, even though he could She does it anyway Yeah, but when she's like, they've been out
0: there in the car This whole fucking time, it's like, dude, just blow up the car Like, make the car disappear and turn (laughs) into butterflies Like, (laughs) I don't understand Why we're tripping out about this It's like, she doesn't even say anything So it's sort of also just the story the way he is too though like he does inexplainable shit like inexplicable yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. shit yeah. yeah you know what i mean and then down the line it'll it will have to lead to something it makes no because nobody was even up there pulling the trigger on that thing man right like tell me that dude didn't if if you sat here and tried to convince me dr
1: manhattan committed suicide i could buy that i, I mean the, he, there's he, nobody on the thing the guy can teleport and he knows all so he could just literally ten port teleport Five feet in the opposite direction. Yes, and right and before the, the guy hits the trigger. But so. there's no guy. I'm telling you, there's not a motherfucker on that machine. Oh, no one like climbs back up. And yeah, like, like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, but it, yeah. It, it. It. The only reason need more there. Yeah, that's I'm, the I, area we're frustrated. Yeah, current. exactly. It's just because we know what Doc Manhattan can do. It's weird. It and just it doesn't make it sense. It just it presents this <clears throat> question and they didn't and they didn't they didn't set say they didn't set it up in a way that like kind of also gave us the the answer to that. And just to kind of spin off of that, one of the things that this episode did do a lot of is this did answer a lot of this answered a lot of questions. The type of questions that I think people were worried we wouldn't get answers to. Like what? Like where is Vate? Okay. What what is that? Why is he there? Right what uh, is doctor manhattan in a in a body that he created or a body that he like adopted that was what's, cool, the, getting what's the full the, story what's on. the ring in his head yeah. doing like the whole like they just they put together all the and i mean obviously we still have a lot of questions but they really sure. filled in a lot here yeah i don't know okay so one for me mike is why did adrian Veidt so readily agree to help doctor
0: manhattan create the technology that then enabled him to live that life with angela for a decade
2: or whatever well he already had the technology created 30 years prior that was his plan a in which he wanted to knock him out if he couldn't kill him but he went with his plan b in the comic and tried to kill him instead so he already had that tech conveniently so when dr manhattan comes and asks for it he has it ready
0: but then why agree to it at that point is it giving him sort of uh well
2: i think just Thirty years have passed and And that's
0: also when he agrees you know, to be sent to this paradise right. with Crookshanks and uh yeah. Yeah, and the, Watson Watson. What's this fucking thing? The I
2: feeling can't.
1: that I got there was that there's just very much like a mutual respect between these two mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. Also. Like one is the closest thing that anybody on earth will ever see to actually being divine. And the other, as you know, we talked about a few minutes ago, is actually the smartest person on earth right you know so it's it's they, they are two titans and i think they're they're yeah they, no, they, I feel they, that. they think in the moment that they are helping each other
0: and then okay so crookshanks and the other guy are
1: modeled after his parents or no no, no. The, two, the, couple the, that, the couple that he walked in on or that he was in the closet and they were having sex and they were about mm-hmm. to bone down now
0: neither of them was his parents no. No. correct okay huh no,
1: year. they. But they asked. They they were the ones that were like, when you get to the U.S., make us something beautiful. Make something beautiful.
2: Right. They were they were a a kindly couple that opened their home to uh, refugees, okay. and he was one of the refugees.
0: God. But his mother was off banging an SS captain. Or yeah, something? and his dad was Jewish. Right. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's that'll do. That'll that'll turn you into a weirdo, <laughs> man. That'll mess your brain right up. Yeah. And Just, this, uh, this guy is. uh he is something else, man. He is fucking losing his shit in that jail cell, laughing with that digging his way out with a horseshoe at this point. Well, now we're talking about different people. Though. Oh, are we? Who are you talking about?
1: <laughs> that that's dr Manhattan I'm sorry
0: i'm I'm yeah, I'm tripping out. Um
1: Dr. Manhattan is the one who created the place and then stuck right there. Yeah, sorry. yeah, now that's now that's another interesting question though, is did Dr. Manhattan know that what he was doing there? well, I mean, again once again. <laughs> Hard, hard yeah, to we even don't talk this. about because, yeah, he had to have known because he knows everything already. Right. So he, he, he knew that Vate would dislike it there and, and attempt to escape. It's
0: like you said last week. This is always the question with omnipotency is like why allow sure. bad shit to happen or mm-hmm. like what? how do you – it's impossible to fathom that type of knowledge, yep. right, where you know and see everything. So like, okay, moving into how this all began. In this story, we are currently ingesting in the form of season one. And Angela, at one point in this episode, asks, holy shit, did I start all this? Right, yeah. Because she tells her grandfather about Judd, who he did not know about. Exactly, yeah. Sending him on a path, in her mind at least, so far. Yep. And ours now, until we see another episode, that leads to him to all this. Right, to, to yes. Killing Judd. And- killing, to the grandpa killing Judd, to the... to. Uh, the thing that I don't see how that fits into the big picture yet, but I guess we will probably. I'm still very unclear on the Seventh Calvary and the the other. Our th- boy Looking Glass is still in there, right?
1: Yeah, he is. That's a
0: potential loophole here, mm-hmm. by the
1: way. Doctor Manhattan, Definitely. and Looking Glass, Definitely. probably get along. I would have to guess. Yeah. Just one other thing about Doctor Manhattan and his motivations and and all of that. Uh, another part of it is, and he does actually he briefly mentions this in the episode. He says that he isn't really able to change stuff. So, so I don't know exactly how that would work, but it's almost like it's almost like even though he can see his own future and the world's future, like I think that is like it's already he can't can't change the decisions that he makes. He's already there.
0: He's right. That's where it gets so confusing, is that it's, that's, yeah. he's having these conversations simultaneously and knows the results of the conversations and knows. So that's, that, that's where it gets completely funky. Right. And it's when she's asking, like, did I start all this? Well, he he knows you're starting it. So did he start all of it then? <laughs> like, it's the, like, it just this is weird. the
2: reason he has to die.
0: Because, because it's too confusing. It's
2: too confusing to put this guy in a narrative television show. So, you think him. he's gone? Um, I think I saw him in the preview for the next episode, spoilers.
1: But, okay. He,
2: yeah, he's but he's Yeah, uh, yeah. But he's but, like
1: trapped in a box. He's trapped in a box. I think definitely didn't kill him. No. It, oh, so it trapped it him. It
0: trapped, like you yeah. said, it would transport him to uh, right. yeah, now a place gonna... he was unable to escape from, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. So, now we're going to learn what that. Fucking thing is, and how
1: they plan to destroy him and recreate his powers within Keen. Okay, yeah. Well, I'll say this wouldn't make a whole lot of sense to wipe out the
0: omnipresent being that is causing hiccups in our narrative TV show, and then replace him with another omnipresent being stealing that one's powers. Like, so that has to go awry, obviously. Yeah.
1: As we, you know, kind of hurdle towards the finish line here. It does. I, I'm really not sure that they're making any more of this, though.
0: After one season, you yeah. think they might
1: call it quits. It might. Yes, because this is because this is not a. Despite it being based on a show that is or on a graphic novel that is technically about, you know, superheroes and vigilantes, it's not really about like heroes and villains in a, in in a lot of ways no. either. It's really it's way more about. Society. It's about the culture and culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so you you know we've talked about this. That reminds me of the Joker thing a little. Yeah, and it's like we talked about with Joker. It's exact. It's I feel very similarly in that if you do another season of this, it almost feels like you will have to like turn it into some of the superhero type tropes. Like there will have to be another villain. There will have to be another catastrophe to overcome. Right. And it won't just be this like really contained story about. I mean, humans and, 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 and people in society and, and in this current case current so events and so it's like
0: yeah on Angela too it's like she yeah. drives all of this stuff so far and she's very clearly the center of it and it's the other part that I wonder on still hard is like okay Manhattan walks into a bar and falls in love with this woman because of this moment x amount of years mm-hmm. down the line and he sends like sorrow in her or some shit and wanted to like man there's a lot of people in the world that are fucking sorrow filled and, <laughs> and like I'm
1: just it's just it's an in, like I need to see a, that's why but,
0: her almost that's, you know what I mean but,
1: Okay but that's that's the Pick thing a random that's cop That's the thing that I was like trying to to get at with with the w- the way that his abilities work and obviously we could sit here and talk about we 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 could try to figure this out Oh for yeah days on end but I guess maybe picture it like this like if you Sitting right here, right now, knew every single thing that was going to happen in the rest of your life for the future, but yet you only knew it as like a spectator. Right. So you weren't able, th- those two things are compartmentalized, like the decisions that you make and the knowledge that of you have. those decisions. Right. So it's like you can't fix or change any of those decisions because th- they still happen to you in linear time. There's just like in the back of your brain, you also know what those decisions will be. Right. That's maybe. Yeah. I don't know. The w- the weird thing is that he experiences all of them at the same time. And that's just not something that is really you know, the, I do like does the way not that they, does not compute beep beep boop. Where is Brain yeah, at? Yeah.
2: I, I do like the the way that they presented that. You know, the nonlinear the nonlinear narrative that we saw was Oh, yeah. Really good. It, it, it was a lot better than when they tried to do that in the movie. It worked a lot better than in the comic when you're switching from frame to frame. It worked yeah.
0: phenomenally on the episode. It played out very, very well, beautifully on screen. Um, but I still am so confused, like beyond. Well, no, I mean, it's like it's been great to watch some of this stuff kick into areas that make sense. Mm-hmm. But now that we've sort of reshuffled the deck in advance of the finale... It's going to be crazy to yeah. see how they put put all the pieces back. Like, yeah, what's we st- the deal we, with the grandpa? Right, Judd. the, the sort of thing that like kickstarts the first episode. Judd's
1: hanging mm-hmm. is almost sort of meaningless. I, right and now. I think that's I th- I think that's where we're going with it. I don't think that it had anything to do with really it? meant much, huh? I just, huh.
0: In the, gr- in, the really, in
1: the grand scheme of things. Right, right. Things. It'll be yeah.
0: funny if it really does end up that, like, literally that was just, like, his grandpa's deal and he kept it in there. And then, like, Angela's somehow in this. The chicken right. and the egg thing is what fucked
1: it up. Told then it's
2: like, Will Reeves about it. And then Will Reeves comes and. And comes and kills the guy. But then well, that's the chicken and the egg thing. Well, Judd's wife was. She didn't know about the entire plan. So, true, so did true. Judd. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Judd might not have been as deeply committed to all the horrible racism as the worst seventh cavalry guy is. But he was part but of it. But he was part of it and he enabled it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And the and Will has uh
1: something cooking with Lady True as well. Yeah. We have no idea that what that is. We got we still have the millennium clock to figure out. Got no clue what the fuck that thing Although is. Although I'm i I'm I'm willing <laughs> to place a big bet that it's a mesmerizer.
0: Yeah. Totally. We're going to mesmerize everybody at the end A of the whole show? Squ- whole
1: squad getting mesmerized, yeah. What, to think what? Or to do what? To get rid of the drama. To get rid and of the drama. And it's not going to work. Yeah. No more drama? Everybody's going to be broke. Trauma. Trauma. Mary J. Blige? Oh, trauma. TR, yeah. Meek Mill. Okay. Trauma. There you yeah. go. Fair enough. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, We've it was also, great. I mean, like you said, Looking Glass and Lori and Lori Blake have just been sidelined for like three episodes now, too. So they'll 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 obviously figure to, to play in this episode as well. It, it, I wonder how they make that work, right? Because we've sort of
0: been driven by Angela, especially this episode. Mm-hmm. How do we get back to, you know, we had a Looking Glass episode. We had a Laurie Blake episode. Like, how do we now, in this final episode, how
1: are we going to sort of- Well,
2: they're We're all heading I to think the think the same they're place. all headed, yeah. Uh-huh. To the whoever Dr. Laurie's Manhattan. Laurie
1: is yeah. going to be sitting in front of the Dr. Manhattan machine. Yeah. Looking Glass is theoretically in the mix with his mask on. Right. There already. Dr. Manhattan will be there. Angelo will chase who else we got? Uh, and then Lady True and will don't know how they'll get there, but don't know what they're doing. but yeah. they' they're, they're out there, yeah, Lady True and her daughter mom. But
2: don't forget about the elephant and, and also, the elephant. Yeah. just just sleeping.
1: Oh, did you notice the line uh, that <clears throat> Vate said when Dr. Manhattan asked how he knew something, and he was like, "Oh, a little elephant told me."
2: Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Wow, Not that's a little bird.
0: interesting. Just, in, just it's very, very, very well written um, for something so complicated and crazy.
2: One of the writers of this episode was a guy who used to cover Lost for Entertainment Weekly. No way. Doc really? Jensen. And then <laughs> Lindelof started reading his reviews back in the day and became a fan. He worked with Lindelof on a few episodes of The Leftovers, I want to say. And wow. now, he, now he's a writer on Watchmen.
0: That's incredible. Yeah. That's cool. Um. But yeah, it's I mean the way he brings this thing home will be something else because it's it's out there in a lot of ways. It's definitely
1: on the verge of be, of being in the argument for best show of the year. Yeah, I feel I feel and I'm feeling relatively confident based on the first 8 episodes that nine that they're not going to fumble. That they don't I yeah, I really have a hard time seeing that. Cuz when there's moments where it clicks,
0: like the moments where we get a little piece or we figure or we start to see or we get some of the past and you're like, "Oh, Damn mm-hmm. They're never They don't ever feel convoluted They always feel like Oh that's crazy it Locks into place really Yeah cool. just really smoothly It's never as as silly As uh, as I yeah. think it will be Based on how insane The shit they're proposing is Right Then when it gets explained I'm like fuck yeah That's tight <laughs> It's weird It's just really well done yep. Um, Enjoying it Can't wait for the finale next week Which we will obviously Be discussing at length
2: No Golden Globe nominations By the way For Probably not eligible
0: Not you Definitely think? not No way Yeah or else, fuck the Golden Globes. Yeah. That would
2: make no sense. I think it was eligible because I saw... What? Some, like, Alan Sepinwall, some really bona fide TV critics um, saying that this should have been nominated.
0: Wow. Oh, wow, yeah. No, you're not kidding. Yeah. It's uh, That's a thing people are talking about mm-hmm. as a snub. Yeah. Huh. We're going to get to the Golden Globes shortly. That's, and, that's and I'm going that's to absolutely flip the fuck out. All right, <laughs> just in just in a few minutes. This episode of OCC is also brought to you by Hawthorne Cologne. Is a very complicated thing. Tough to pick a scent, a fragrance. Impossible to know when you're getting ripped off, which is almost always. And too many dudes pick their cologne back at like Abercrombie in 2008 or some 2004. That's not a year, Barrett. 2004, <laughs> and, I, and and probably not Abercrombie because that was when Barrett and I were young. But I don't know where the place y'all have been picking your shitty cologne is. But you've been rocking it ever since and it's a disaster and girls think you smell like high school Smelling good is important and that's where Hawthorne comes in Hawthorne smells very very good Getting their cologne is so damn easy You go to hawthorne.co You take their quiz You figure out which scents are best for you It takes two minutes They send you one for play One for work Totally free shipping and free returns They have incredible personalized products like deodorant, shampoo, body wash I love, 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 love their
1: shampoo, conditioner and body wash I love a good quiz, man, and a good quiz. You just go. I mean, this is you go on there. It's a fu- it's a fun quiz, you know. Mm-hmm. Too, it asks you about your 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 grooming habits and your skin type and that type of your thing. Your hair type, and then boom, it te- it just it's like here's all the best products for you. Here's the you don't even have to, you, need. you don't you don't have to think about it. Here's they, the condition you, you need. just fill out the quiz. Fun quiz, two fun, minutes, fun. and then boom, there's your 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 whole your whole regimen if you want. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I'm all Hawthorne
0: everything now, and you will be too. Their shampoo, their conditioner Their uh, body wash, their deodorant All good stuff that I'm using a couple times a day Check out Hawthorne at Hawthorne.co That's Hawthorne with an E H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E Use the promo code DRAGON You'll get 10% off your first purchase That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E Hawthorne.co And use our code DRAGON to get 10% off your purchase Hawthorne.co Code DRAGON totally free uh, Risk free shipping and free returns And again you get your whole set. Like, you know, you're walking, to, you're all up in the grocery store picking out a shampoo and a conditioner and a deodorant. And like, fuck all that. Just go to Co. take the quiz, get all your stuff sent to you. Boom, you're done. And it's great. Let's talk the shampoo Irishman. Shampoo
1: is better. I go on first and clean the hair. Conditioner is better. <laughs> I
2: leave the
0: hair silky and smooth. <laughs> oh, really, fool? Yes, really. All right, the Irishman. Stop looking at me, swan. The Irishman is... um. Is Probably the most overhyped thing I've seen this year in terms of hype and really? here's my reasoning It's three hours and 500 minutes long. Yeah, and by the end of it I was asking myself what I what this had accomplished differently than than Scorsese's uh, past catalog of films. Okay Yeah, it was fun as hell. It was really 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 fun to watch but in five different sittings um, Because it was that long And I'm don't. I'm not i not gonna like sit here and brag on the movie this whole time I'm just giving you my my General thoughts Having finished it today It's very very long, it's fun It's great to see De Niro and Pacino And Pesci and everybody loves Martin Scorsese And, and everybody loves the mafia And it's so fun to see crime um, This <laughs> is just fucking Unnecessary bro, this is like The CGI shit you get over an hour and a half into it or whatever, but then you see De Niro like kicking the shit out of a shop owner and it and it looks ridiculous because he's ninety fucking years old in real life and they can't CGI his legs and muscles and shit. And (laughs) it looks like your grandpa
1: like beating somebody up, which is not a thing. I I am shocked that this is your feel that that you, of all people Feel this way about didn't just ride didn't just fucking let it happen. This is this is wild. Yeah, you were like Here mis- I am, you were like Mr. Sopranos and Goodfellas and Godfather and Casino. You know what all those movies and, and television shows have in common? Not elderly
0: stars. The cast of this movie is elderly okay. and then CGI'd back to fucking youth.
1: Okay, first thing. It's a it's a mistake. You took two weeks and broke this down into way too many installments. Quite possible, which I'm sure it really made it three. Which I'm sure made it feel longer than it was. Three and a half hours is. I agree. It is hard to what what's difficult about it is that it's hard to find the time to carve out. Really, like you have to dedicate basically like a a, night. Week, a weekend night, yeah, m- yeah. most likely to see this. I broke it down into two. Okay, over the two viewings over the course of three days, I believe. So there, I had a day in between starting it a full week and finishing it. And what's I guess what's interesting is, I like y'all have heard me talk, and I'm not the biggest like mafia movie and show guy. No, like that's not like I mean I think it's not your bag, baby. Right, but I, I, I I totally appreciate movies like Casino and everything, but it's not. I, I don't typically do repeat viewings. It's not totally what interests me. They, now, it, see, it, that may be part of the problem because I've seen Casino like 40 sure. fucking times. And I watched this movie and was absolutely blown away. Really? Yeah. I'm I'm shocked by this too. Like this this movie deserved its runtime as well because for me what this movie like boiled down to is, mm-hmm. is basically like li- living life and then dealing with the regrets that are at the end of it. Sure. Okay. I was going to ask what your take
0: was on the message of the general move. So that's sort so of your-
1: yeah. So because this happens over so many decades and is about like, you know, this man that basically just continues down this path that he feels is his is like path. is yeah. his path, and then at the end it's like, what was it all for? You know, every in and, and every Here's- single one of these guys chooses this, and yet one of the other things that the, I feel like the movie was trying to say is. If you choose this You get shot in the face Eight times And you die alone And you die alone Yeah Right And miserable Probably in prison
0: So uh, But is that the message That I needed to get out of this Is That's what I'm saying Is like I knew that From yeah, the other Eight right. Scorsese movies I watched sure, sure You know what I'm saying I saw a blow Back when they did that shit man the, the whole fucking movie Was built towards you Seeing him in the prison yard Walking yeah. by himself As an old man Yeah I'm aware Barrett That if you commit Heinous murderous crimes That at the end of your life You are most likely going to have to deal with that
1: so but so so here's another thing that i thought really hit home with that what was interesting is so uh, about halfway through the movie i'm trying to figure out which one of the decades which one of like the the you know eras eras is the one where de niro and pesci don't need any cgiing or makeup right and it turns out it's one that's pretty close to the end because, like you said, those guys are in their mid to late seventies. So, okay. Wait, so, when they, they're in prison, is that no, no, They're no, made no, to no, look no. older. No, it's more like when they're on the when they're it, it when they're on the drive. Okay. W- with their wives. That's okay. like that's like current day Pesci and De Niro, pretty much. Wow. Okay. And yeah. then even when he's even when De Niro is a little bit older and is like goes to the bank, that's not too far away for him. Okay. So, that but but so I'm I'm considering Fuck. that and P- Pacino's up there too is in his seventies scorsese obviously up there so that was another really fascinating piece of this movie that made it so interesting to me is that these guys are making a movie about growing old and dying and they are all they are all doing like, that right there they are not far away and it's like so to watch them pour everything that they had into one like what one last run sure. on this sure was incredible and especially when you think about like What was the last good thing that De Niro actually tried with? That's
0: a very good point. And and here's, this is again, this is where it's weird for me because I feel like I've watched his classics so many times that like his run never really stopped in my head. So Mm -hmm. it's not like it has been, you know, I can't
1: name the last really good movie he did. Yeah. But that's not how it feels. It's probably like a comedy turn in Meet the Fockers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is like to get back to this- is, is huge yeah. you're not wrong and i mean the cgi did not bother me okay so that's the one thing that, Ex- like it that you named the scene where i was the
0: like gas station scene was it uh, where, oh where, the where, one where he's beating the shit out of the guy where he goes to it. the
1: grocery store or the convenience store and like stomps the dude yeah and i was like wait wait wait, wait. is he wait is he he's like stepping on his hand why is that guy he's screaming out in bloody murder type pain he's stepping on his hand when he's just like kind of softly kicking this dude's hand that was weird and there were. They there, should have
0: just reshot the fucking thing. There
1: were a couple of times where where De Niro is supposed to be younger, and you and then you like have to see him move, and you're like, oh, fuck. and you're like, okay, well, this is not the walk of a 38 year old. This no, is the and, walk I mean, of a 76 year old.
0: And that, look, they keep like popping out kids. He like keeps having fucking kids, and you're like, yeah, what, he's 70 was... <laughs> fucking years old here, <laughs> baptizing another kid. Surely this is somebody else's kid, and then it's his kid again. His and you're kid. like, oh, yeah. good, he's got yeah. like six kids now. Who are these women? I don't even fucking know. It, the whole, it just gets Anna Paquin's in there, people freaking out because she only had four lines or some shit. We're doing the whole, uh, yeah, doing, like, the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood thing again because nope. they didn't give her nope. enough lines. Stop. That Stop isn't a thing, that. by the way. You just, that isn't how it works. Women or men. If there's a character role and it has four lines, it doesn't matter who you cast. You don't go, well, fuck, it's Anna Paquin. You know what, we've gotta do god damn it, she's too talented, Barrett. It's also you, We need you, more lines. You
1: are you're you're not seeing the forest for the trees. I hope I got that that I uh, think that's that, right. that idiom right. But like I've never never been one to see it. To me, Peggy's silence is like <laughs> wildly powerful. She she yes. is a silent observant of the horrible things that her father is doing for her entire life and there's nothing that she can do about it and it fucks her up yeah and Like the, the, that's, the, that's that's that the 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 that was the point to me is that she she is forced to be a passive viewer of this and she can't say anything and what are you supposed can to do put that pain on her face and then the sister
0: is the one who explains it to dad yeah. man look you fucked us up like yeah.
1: this has been brutal for us as kids this whole our whole lives has been so in hell. no i just i i, I automatic i Reject the I didn't I'm not engaging Any further than that with with that criticism So here's
0: the other thing for me is that the Sopranos Being one of my favorite shows ever and being Solely about the mafia and How it affects a man who chooses to live That life and his entire family Mm -hmm. as a result This again it's a It's a it's a subject that I felt Was was rehashed In this movie but without adding anything To the um, narrative like so it was fun and I loved Mafia Move. and again that's I know you're shocked me coming in like with a less than just emphatic review or whatever but it's it just didn't feel like we did something here. It felt like okay, I get the project, I get that it's cool as shit to get these three legends and move them through the decades like that with this crazy ass technology and it was I'm sure an insane challenge to film. They probably had to take Seven thousand bathroom breaks throughout the course of filming this thing and i appreciate that but when i finished the movie i wasn't like damn this changed my perspective on x or made me think about x that i hadn't thought about before which is a
1: problem that's a problem okay i i i hear what you're saying about kind of you know questioning what this movie kind of added like let like like what did it say? Yeah, additionally, like what was the fucking message? But, but just to just to ask you this: Did you not think that like Joe Pesci put down just an all time great performance? And I mean like I, I mean like Godfather included. This was fucking incredible I from thought, Joe.
0: Pesci. I thought Pesci was the next level shining star of the movie. Absolutely. Like I thought Pacino was. The same he's been in every movie he was ever in. The 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 scene they give him where he goes all Pacino, you stupid motherfuckers. Like that's great, but I've seen him do that forty times. By the way, I just crushed that.
1: And uh I just Wait, which what what's which scene is that?
0: He's screaming at the Teamsters that have allowed him to somehow get into a terrible I can't even remember. He's screaming oh, at a room full oh, of guys. Pacino. Sorry, Pacino. Yeah, Pacino. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I said Pacino. If I didn't, sorry. Um, but that's him his whole career Like in every movie he's ever done Pesci was the one And then again De Niro I just kept being like Oh god he's so old He's kicking and flailing did- Pesci was the one where I was like every scene I never had a problem With a single thing he did It was all incredibly believable The
1: brutality of the way he operated was incredible And he was He was fucking scary dude while, yeah, While also simultaneously being Like a nice guy And like 90 in a lot of the scenes. (laughs) Yes. It was crazy. Like
0: you feel so threatened by this little dude. He's tiny. tiny Sadly,
1: go back and watch, go back and watch Casino, bro. Go back. No, He killed it then too. But it's so different because that is like, that's so classic Pesci in Casino. That's that that's only a few steps removed from Harry in Home Alone, Your where he's like just stabbing people in the yeah, eye. Yeah, you know, he's like, oh you motherfucker mother, 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 <laughs> chicken yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he like he can be we know he can do the kind of like manic crazy guy tough okay, act. So this for him was that minus the physical violence. Like page. he's he's this was and I mean this is probably blasphemy for any type of film buff, but as far as like mob bosses go, like this is close to um Fuck. Brain fart. Um, come you on. T- Godfather? Yeah, what you yeah, said yeah, earlier? yeah. What, Marlon Brando? Marlon Brando, thank you. Okay. Okay. Like, as far as, like, Dons go. You know what I mean? I don't, I, I don't, th- I don't disagree was, with that. And I don't him, disagree him doing, with that. Him doing... he. I thought Mahershala Ali was good at playing way older than he was. Joe Pesci in the prison scene... In, in the prison scenes... Dude. Where he's got, like, the shake going and just, like, the voice, the whole thing. That's why I thought thing.
0: it I thought that was real. I thought that was their real...
1: Like, no, nah, that doesn't even make sense. Because then how would they yeah, I mean, you, reverse them out of that? Uh, I will say, you you are right. Like, th- I was probably more affected by this movie because I am not such... I- I'm not such, like, a, a, a huge fan of Casino and Goodfellas and, like, other movies where he obviously made it made a name for himself yeah and that's very important to
0: to take away from my take here but i said i have seen goodfellas in casino not not
1: exaggerating no less than probably a combined 40 times yeah but i i I still would say that like that his i I was big on brad pitt getting an oscar this year for um once upon a time in hollywood okay and now it's like no way that you want it it has to go to joe pesci it has to yeah wow
0: yeah, and then okay, so I I will give you that. I thought Pesci's performance was
1: crazy, and then for De Niro, we you know we kind of we talked about how this is the first kind of real thing that it seems like he's put in a lot of effort for in a really long time, mm-hmm. and I don't think that his he he just wasn't as as, as much of a scene stealer as Pesci was, you know, which happens when you're kind of... And this happened, We see this all the time, especially with, like, the award-nominated movies where, like, the lead... It's different. It isn't... You don't get to be as much of yeah, a spark plug. Exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but I thought he was great. And the, the he is one of, like, the all-time greats at kind of communicating without needing to say anything. Dude, the phone... The, okay. And the so... The phone call scene with Joe
0: was crazy to watch him... St- struggle so hard
1: to get anything out yeah and then okay and then it with and then i would just say that whole that piece of the storyline like when he's sitting in the in the little diner with uh russ and russ tells him he's like i had to put you into this otherwise you never would have let it happen and he does he does not say a single word right he just sits there and like deals with the fact that he's going to go have to do this yeah was
2: and gent-less. then later,
1: he asks himself, in the presence of
0: the priest, what type of man makes a phone call like that?
2: hmm
1: Yeah.
0: With no context to the priest. The priest is like, <laughs> fucking guy's losing his fucking mind. Um, but no, so, okay, that, now now that I'm thinking through that, that gives it a little more depth for me. Like, that gives it a little more of, like, the the message right there, right? Is that you, you this guy ruined himself and his family. Like, I, but... But still, it's like you're retreading that sort. Of, I I know that if you yeah enter into the mafia at this point, based on all the movies and shit I've seen, that you are living in a completely different set of rules and standards than everybody else. Um, basically, just off. Like the only reason is is greed, is money, did to do it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And then you sat. You sat, of course, you sacrifice
1: your. Morals and shit along the way what the, That's how it works It's the fucking mafia Did you know Going into The Irishman That this movie was Like loosely hist- historical Historical I knew we were going to get into Hoffa's situation I had no
0: idea It was going to be the driving uh, Like storyline of the movie Okay And
1: were you familiar with Jimmy Hoffa in general Only to the
0: degree That he was a union boss Who was Had ties Heavily to the mafia. tied into Organized crime And he disappeared And he became like The great Where's Jimmy Hoffa? Yeah. It's the great, the joke about disappeared shit. It Mm -hmm. always brings up Jimmy Hoffa. So like I've probably heard 20 Jimmy Hoffa jokes from different Oscar hosts over the course of the last 30 years or whatever.
1: And uh, let me tell you, I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard the word teamster Mm-hmm. and just nodded my hat my head uh-huh, uh-huh. pretending i know what a teamster is because well, we don't have this shit down here in the south. We don't have unions
0: and the teamsters and the, all that cool shit that well some people think is cool. <laughs> uh it, i only think it's cool because of mafia movies. In the northeast they yeah. have all that shit. And and then i was like, "Oh, a teamster is a truck driver." It makes but never it makes, knew that. it makes no sense to us down here. If you're in the northeast <laughs> and you're in Jersey or you're in New York and you're like, "You idiots don't know teamsters." We don't have this no. shit. So all no. the only stuff we know about unions is Basically from like the Sopranos and mafia movies and yeah. stuff. Um, this was uh, a very big lesson for me on Jimmy Hoffa though. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, I, I didn't know a lot. No
1: idea about this dude. And because uh, because this movie kind of, you know, it especially with the Jimmy Hoffa stuff, but it like bumps up against the JFK assassination and kind of like just speaks to history and what's going on. Does it bump up against it? It says the mafia killed it. Throughout the movie. Um one of the movies that this really reminded me of was Forrest Gump. I'm I'm starting to like it more now that we're talking about it a lot. Okay.
0: And yeah, now that you Okay, yeah, so, so it became sort of this vehicle film to sort of take us almost yeah, like through yeah. pieces of American history right. too. But I almost wish they had like leaned into it a little more. And and done a little bit more of that? Take maybe a couple more events sure, or something. Sure. Like just give us a couple more of the cool little because Forrest Gump was so great because we saw what felt
1: what was that like yeah no three i mean they, they, decades of historic moments and that was way obviously way more focused on doing that yeah but, yeah. but just that was the, the idea the, the piece of this movie that did that brought it into that especially about how it was like one guy uh-huh. especially focused on one guy and keep yeah. and no brought in he MK. keeps affecting or being kind of like he's a peripheral player on these kind of well, ma- major events in u.s history so and in
0: that way i'll say this That was another very cool thing about this movie is that it played with the element that what is seemingly small-time organized crime because that's what it is. This is this is they're running you know I mean come on it's it's big racket or whatever, but it's it's small-time organized crime. These dudes are running gambling rings and shit and moving drugs and they're not you know in some terrorist organization plotting world domination. Yeah, Um, and it just. It showed that even the way their setup was could have impacted, like, United States and then world history. Yeah, yeah. Because they implied that as a result of these, uh, you know, shady dealings that they had, that the, the, the Kennedy thing was all wrapped up into that. That's a, which has always been one of the speculations, one of the
1: conspiracy theories, But to just yeah.
0: straight up, like, plop on it was pretty heavy. <laughs> For Scorsese to it just be like, yeah. and the mafia killed JFK. It was like, holy shit. And then I love, okay, to like tie that in the other piece of history, the what happened to Jimmy Hoffa thing. When De Niro drops him, well, first of all, part of the reasoning for his age repeatedly affecting me is his signature move when he explains it. He's like, you know, I, I came up with a, a thing I wanted to. You know, I wanted to be something completely new and different than anybody had ever done before. Smarty. you like, Marty? You're one, I'm doing De Niro. I can't oh, do okay. De Niro. He's like, I want... He's going to commit his first assassination. Or oh,
1: whatever. you're talking about the scene in the movie? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay.
0: okay and okay. he's like, I wanted to find a way to do it that was... La-, but he's like, and your first inclination is to drop the... I don't know. They tried to do the Godfather thing. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And the next thing you know... You see him execute his move, which Barrett, it turns out, is to just walk up to somebody and go, ba 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 real quick in the head, <laughs> and then fucking bounce, which is not spectacularly creative. Like, I was just like, well, I don't get, so they kept having him do that, right? Mm-hmm. Run up to somebody, go, ba ba ba, and bounce. And the older he fucking gets, which is the same age the entire time, yeah. the same guy, spoiler alert, <laughs> bro, he can't do it very well. Like, it's just like, I just kept imagining, I like, was like, you lose
1: a step. You right, cannot right. move your arm at the same speed as a twenty five year old mm-hmm. at fucking sixty-five. It just doesn't work that way. He's the best in the game, Ross.
0: So that kept it's what with it me, is. But the way he was yeah, I don't know. I don't there was there was too many little things that bugged me and then these incredible moments that like swept those it was just a battle the whole time, like back and forth. And <laughs> it fucked me up because I watched it over too much time. Have you heard it's what it is before in these movies? Uh forget about it is way more common. And it is what it, it, it is. It's like, a, it's a, I, I, the version of it that I'm accustomed to is slightly different than what we get over and over and over and over and over and over in this movie, which is like, it removes the is. It's like, it almost
1: is what it is. Uh, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. But that was obviously, you know, code. Um, I'm trying to think if I have any other. I heard you paint houses. heard you paint houses. Like, so the cool little things like that, that are these little
0: like mafia, mm-hmm. like candy bars or whatever, Greg Sprinkles. Candy bars. Shouts to fun. shouts to Greg Sprinkles. Uh, dude, those didn't feel as cool if you've watched all his movies ten times. You know, I heard yeah. you paint houses felt like Scorsese trying to recreate the magic of or, early Scorsese. Like he had these lines where you were like, "Oh shit," he paints their houses with blood. Like, like that, but that didn't it didn't hit the same. It felt a little more forced to me in this movie. And again, it could just be my headspace and the fact that I've seen the fucking how about uh, thirty times. How
1: about Ray Romano? Awesome. (laughs) Get Ray Romano back. in. Yeah, nice little, you know, he's like 61 now too.
0: Look, it's not, again, it's the problem is I kept thinking to myself, like, why aren't these guys younger or why aren't there more young people around them? Mm -hmm. Because the mafia would never
1: consist of just old fucking geezers. You need muscle. What's going on with the mafia these days? I don't know. Is that still, because another thing thing that this like really had me thinking about is what what about this era, this culture, the people that, like, were happy to kind of dedicate their lives to this? Like, do you ever stop and think about how they had to have had, like, less regard for their own lives? Oh, for sure. Any crime movie, any cri- like, all right, so I'll give you an example. It's when just always watch... wild that yeah, yeah. people willingly just, like... You know, they're Put like, yeah, I'm probably position. I'm probably going to get shot in the face eight times in an alley. Well, that's what makes the mafia, the Cosa Nostra thing so fascinating. Is that you
0: are literally signing up for? It's the the gangster life in the mafia thing and the street life is mm-hmm. no different. Your risk, sure, is crazier, right? And it's but it's for, like you have to be willing to go there. And I think the the crazy the thing that for me always hits is I like I'm like okay, Scorsese's spending so much time analyzing this populace of people. Yep. How many fucking people was it? Because if it was sixty five people, like do we need eight movies? I, I'm just saying it's like it's a weird thing to just retread over and over and over. And to for it to not have me come out of it like pissing excitement, I feel like is a is it look, it was good, man. It just wasn't great the way I wanted it to be. Yeah. For the first yeah. like this level of production streaming movie. They're not Maybe not the first, but it's Scorsese. It's like, there's only a few directors you could name that I put in that plane where if they got him to do an Amazon Prime movie or a Netflix movie or a Hulu movie, I'm like, holy shit.
1: I have a feeling that you are going to sit down on like a lazy Sunday or Saturday in yeah. a month or two from now and watch the whole thing in one sitting. And you're going to dial this up from like a seven to like a 9.5.
0: Okay. I mean, and that's, look, it's not, that's not beyond the realm of uh, very, very possible things.
1: Just like because the- I, I, I do, I, I feel like what we're narrowing in on is that if you're less familiar with the Scorsese overall, and the mafia stuff in general, right. And you just sat down for this film, it's probably like a little bit more. You're getting more novelty out of it. I guarantee it, yes. But at the same time, I think this movie was really, really well executed and just supremely well acted. I, it, I let the age
0: stuff get to me too much, admittedly. Um, as an ageist, I, I let it get to me too much. <laughs> it, it fucked with me, man. You know what? It's also like, this is, this is gonna be a wild thing I'm about to say, okay? But I swear to God, Watching Joe Biden derail on the campaign trail (laughs) has put old people in a place in my head where it was just a bad time. Just get these olds out of here for the Irishman. Yeah, and these goddamn uh, (laughs) what are they called? Boomers. (laughs) Yeah, the boomers. We got a boomer mafia movie. That's what this is. It was. It was. It was. Come on, boomer. This is a bunch of boomers committing crimes, kicking people with their (laughs) one half pound force fucking kicks. Never
1: ever have an old person kick someone you, on camera you, is what I've learned that was, a, that was such a wide shot And they clearly have incredible technology to even do like the level of face stuff that they did It yeah. was pretty, it was really like, it was the best that we've oh, seen for far. sure It was not on Henry Cabell's
0: mustache exactly. in that fucking
1: movie You'd think that they would just have like a body double for some of those wide shots Where they need him to look a little speedier Little more forceful. Uh, the one positive I have leveled for this already in, in
0: off mic was that it made the violence feel very real. Because when I watch Jason Bourne pound on somebody, I'm like, man, nobody fucking that, yeah. kicks and punches like this. This motherfucker's like a black belt. What is this? If I get into a fight in the street right now with somebody, it's not going to look like that. That's yep. for damn sure. It is going to look like what De Niro looked like. It's true, yeah. So you do get the feel of like every man violence to Mm -hmm. it, which I like because it's a little more cold, like a little more, uh, I don't know, crass maybe? Like what the word is? Brutal. It's It's like more brutal. Yeah, right. uh," But then he's like standing on the guy's hand and the guy's like screaming as if he's being skewered with a knife. And you're like, I don't know that that old man...
1: (laughs) Is doing that much hurt? Whatever your they were trying to make it look like he was doing to him, didn't they work didn't. Out. They did not succeed because every I was single one like, of us sat up and goes, "Is that his? Is it his hand? Is, is he, he getting? getting oh, he's getting roughed up. A oh, little there's bit. hand
0: back there. He's oh, he's getting, get,
1: oh, he's getting a little. He's getting a little uh, roughed up. He's getting roughed up there." And so, okay, just to just to, a little shove. That was a that was a that was a shove. The grocery <laughs> store owner, and then he's just shoved <laughs> his <laughs> child though. Touched his child. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like shoved, Yeah. Okay, the kid said the guy pushed her. And then yeah, he goes, I expect she it to did. be like an
0: 18-year-old And it's like a 45-year-old man that, well, that De Niro's like boys with Yeah, that's who would shove a young girl, I think Well, But then the 45-year-old's like, Frank, I had to do it she, <laughs> The kid wouldn't stop mouthing <laughs> off And it's like, you push the child? You're a fucking weirdo <laughs> So of course you get your hands stomped yeah. on the street <laughs> it, it just I don't know, man I, I, I do need to go back and watch it again It was, look It's also that I set... This is my bag, baby. Uh, It is my thing. I do love the Mafia movies. I am a massive, massive Scorsese fan, like almost to a fault, obviously. Apparently, I didn't know that, but um, I've seen all those movies so many times, and I love that shit, and I'm obsessed with it to a degree that is... It makes no sense for me to question why people keep retreading the same thing when I'm watching the the same... I'm watching every Mafia movie they could possibly put out. So I think it's that I just built it up so... Big in my head I put I, I just There's no way It could have lived up To the expectations Of Martin Scorsese's New Mafia movie Titled The Irishman Starring Robert De Niro Joe Pesci And Al Pacino Like When that announcement Came out I was like Oh my god The world is a good place again mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then watching the
1: movie I was like This is Boomer Mafia It felt a little elderly Last thoughts I, I kind of gave my My take on On kind of What the movie was about Life Living Aging Regret all that type of thing. Sure. Very impactful final scenes there. there at the <laughs> at the end with, you know, kind of trying to confess to the priest, but not really. hmm And uh never you're never telling anybody, man. I don't never know. Never did you did, did you have any other takeaways or kind of like overar- overarching themes that you saw? I love that they
0: showed them torching Hoffa's body and he goes, simple as that. Like just because that was always the funniest thing to me when I was a little kid and I was having the Hoffa thing explained to me by my, my dad or mom. I just remember being like, it doesn't seem like it would be that hard to get rid of a body Sure, sure We have incinerators and shit like, Yeah So it's always pleased me a great deal when in one of these movies or films Somebody just breaks into an incinerator and incinerates the body I'm like, thank you, there you go Yeah Boom, problem solved Ash
1: No more evidence Actually, one one last, last question Did you have a thought on who he's talking to? Who? De Niro What, what do, do you he, mean? Who's he telling oh, the story to? Oh, oh us, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It, you, like it, I
0: think that's sort of the. He he's used stuff like that. You don't you don't really know who your narrator right, is speaking yeah. to in these
1: movies. So some of the with. stuff I read is that it's just it is that. What or one of the the more interesting things is that he's just kind of like in the old person's home and he's just kind of like talking, but nobody's really listening. That would be cool, and 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 that and that kind of makes you you are the listener in that. So case. why do You're you think only... he didn't say anything? Why why not the cops
0: come and they tell him, look, man, everybody's gone everybody's fucking dead. You're not protecting anybody. And he still doesn't, he still doesn't tell him where Hoffa is. Even when they give him the example, this man's children and shit are alive. They need to know. And De Niro's character had felt so badly, clearly about what he had to do. The only reason we know that's because of the Joe phone call, but it's the only time he shows any real.
1: Yeah. I I mean, for me, it's because I I think that when he, I think he kind of makes that decision for life when he, Act when he does go kill Hoffa. So it's it, it's like, that's, he's so pot committed. He can never. That it. he can never, he can never, ever, like, he made the decision and so it's like, to even say anything is like admitting that he made a mistake. Sure. That, he, that he has regret. Sure. And I don't think, and he's I don't think, he, he's do not that. willing to go there. Huh. That's I interesting one. I, not knowing, not really knowing the story all that well and yeah. not being sure of what was going to happen or even how historical this was, or if it was totally based on, on anything in reality at all. Mm-hmm. I was pretty surprised when he caps Hoffa in the head two times in the house. Yeah. I was like, Oh shit. He fucking did it. Yeah. Well, and okay. So the, and then you, like, I leave I, the, I, I like, the I, body. Yeah.
0: I, well, to, to get cleaned up, to take well, care. Yeah. But at the time you're like, Oh, cause, well, cause my next, my first thought is like, all right, now we're going to see immediately. How they pulled this off Sure So when he puts the gun down And like walks out That's when I was like Oh shit Like they're not even gonna it's, It was heavy That was yeah, heavy It was heavy For sure And it was like the last time I'll ever see Pacino Get two pieced on screen Like <laughs> <we>, He's not <laughs> gonna do that again yeah. I don't think It was yeah. crazy It was fucking cool it was, Look I'm weighing it Basically against itself In terms of like This is a wild project That they undertook Okay And I was joking last weekend with my mom or my brother, I can't remember, I was saying like, it feels like when they did like the Wild Hogs movie, okay, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they launched up this whole like John trav They they launched up dad movies, going after like middle-aged dads. This feels like, or not even, older, old dudes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did the, they did uh Morgan Freeman, did the bucket list with Jack Nicholson. Those types of movies. Yes. This- Felt a little bit too much like it could have Fit into that genre for me Because of how again I'm just a sick Ageist fuck and that's the way mm. I, They're old man so it <laughs> felt A little bit like it It was A little bit weird But that being said If you're giving me A choice between like everything Else on Netflix and watching the Irishman again I'm probably going to watch the Irishman again So yeah, Especially because now I feel Like if you can't like it more than me You can't I, I, th- I think I do But not long term <laughs> Short term maybe But I must like this film more than you As a as a dedicated Scorsese mafia boy Yeah. As a guy who used to black out And start speaking with a New Jersey accent Because he watched The Sopranos too many times I
1: can't have you like this movie more well, than Well I'm definitely uh, adding It's what it is into It's what it is My general uh, vocabulary uh, I tried to add Gabagool at one point <laughs> And then um And then I couldn't pull it off.
0: This episode of OCC is also brought to you by Away. Away creates thoughtful products built for the way modern travelers see the world. They started with the perfect suitcase, and now they offer a range of essentials, all of which will make your travels more seamless. Whoever said it's all about the journey has never traveled during the holidays. The most stressful, craziest time of the year to hit the road if you've ever traveled during the month of December. Even Thanksgiving, Christmas, the holidays can be tough when you're in the airport, on the road. But Away's products are designed to work and fit together, making travel smoother for the holidays and beyond. Barry, you're at your phone die when you're actually physically, like, on in the airport during a delay or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's nothing There's nothing worse, and you can't even, like, charge your shit to get the text message to let you know when the goddamn... Up, like, big like do- Yeah. Big oof, as the kids say. No, you don't want that. You don't want that. And that'll never happen to you ever, ever again, because your Away luggage charges your freaking phone and keeps all your stuff safe and keeps you from losing your sanity when you travel. It's the best. All of Away's suitcases are thoughtfully designed to last a lifetime with durable exteriors that can withstand even the roughest of baggage handlers. Let these fools throw your shit around. It's safe inside your Away. Every suitcase comes with an interior organization system that includes a built-in compression pad to help you pack more in and a hidden removable laundry bag that separates your dirty clothes. Barrett, you and I both, I think, consider ourselves, I don't know if you still do, you used to, consider yourself to be like an expert packer. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. N-
1: that little that compression thing, deal, man, the, the, it's the, next yes, level. It's it is next level.
0: Every every suitcase should have this. It's it's. I don't know why I've never had a suitcase that had one of those until I got away.
1: It's phenomenal. The P- built-in people, compression. People pad. have asked me before. They say, okay, like come on, is are all the the little bells and whistles on this thing? Do they all stack up? Are they really worth it? And yes, it's a hundred percent yes. I will say, if if you have a significant other, you might as well buy this thing as a gift because. You're not going to get to use it on couples trips because they they're they're just going to take it from you and use it instead. Yeah, you might as well go with two. Get yourself. Yeah, so yeah, one. so either buy it as a gift or get two. You know, Make, also just, makes a smart decision here. Just speaking of which,
0: respectable,
1: res- highly respected
0: holiday gift. The luggage. Absolutely. The luggage. Totally. Highly respectable. (laughs) Highly respectable. So, uh, Away has a special offer just for you, clam fam. Traveling during the holidays is crazy, but getting Away can make every trip a lot more seamless. Visit awaytravel.com slash dragon to learn more. And if you're in the U.S., Ah, uh, Europe, UK, Canada, or Australia. Order by eleven fifty nine on December fifteenth for free ground shipping with guaranteed free delivery by December twentieth. Free or uh, for additional last minute holiday shipping details, check out their website awaytravel slash dragon. Again, that's a w a Tra- y travel com slash dragon, and uh, you get that free ground shipping with guaranteed free delivery if you order by eleven fifty nine on December. 15th, seriously, this shit is phenomenal TSA approved combination lock Keeps your belongings safe Ford 360 degree spinning wheels Guarantee a very smooth roll Even through the most hectic of airports and stations Awaytravel.com slash dragon Let's talk Golden Globes very quickly Okay, first off, what the hell happened With Kit Harington getting a nom And nothing else in the Game of
1: Thrones universe (laughs) Is that a, is that not a middle finger? Yeah Because it feels like a middle finger I I think that now here's the thing to remember: this is not the Emmys. No, this I, is not a show. This is not a this is not an award show dedicated to television. Prop this up for me, Barrett. You're you're more of an expert on award season
0: than I am, mm-hmm. and this is my general feeling for the Golden Globes. It essentially serves as sort of a look see at what might happen at the Academy Awards.
1: That that is how it is viewed. Okay. In the, you, you know, kind of in the award season, if you will. It is usually, it's a it's the biggest and most notable precursor to, to the, the Academy, Academy Awards. Awards. Okay. Having said that, the Golden Globes are also notoriously kind of wacky. The voting body for the Golden Globes is the Hollywood Foreign Press. Right. And they like to be wined, dined, and oh yeah, 69ed. Okay. They want to be schmoozed. You got to go to the events. You got to shake the hands and kiss the babies. It sounds like bullshit already. You have to like, th- like they, you to get a globe word on the street is that you kind of have to work for it. a little. So it's bit very more. political. It's a little, so it's, than... it's a little bit more political and not to say that the others aren't like to get an Academy award. Like your studio has to run the right campaign. They have to put the names out there for sure. And you do have to show up to some events and like market yourself as like, you, you know, you gotta, oh, you yeah. gotta if jump, you, you gotta jump through some hoops. Yes. Um, but it's, but the golden globe is, so. is significantly more so and the and I would also say that just like it, the voting body is more easily swayed based on your like participation and willingness to kind of play their play their game
0: okay so you're telling me there's an off chance here that kit was just Feeling social <laughs> as hell, and was like hitting all the right parties, and they were like, "Kit, you know what? We like you. We like you. We're gonna, we're gonna give you a nod."
1: It's not out of the realm of possibility,
0: huh? Just because, look, I got, look, I, will, I love Kit Harrington. He'll always have a special place in my heart as for being Jon Snow. But to pretend that Jon Snow as a character, or that Kit's role as Jon Snow, carry more depth than, like, say. Amelia clark as daenerys mm-hmm. is patently absurd sure uh, to not give like uh macy williams a nod and to give kit one for s- the final season is, is just i just don't i was shocked let's see i'm shocked I'm, I'm when i heard my... nothing for game of thrones except for kit harrington up against uh rami malek tobias menzies from the crown and billy porter from pose
1: yeah best performance by an actor in a drama series brian cox succession kit harrington rami Malik, mr robot Menzies in The Crown, Billy Porter Pose. That's what you just said, right?
0: Yes, and Brian Cox, I have to assume, uh, wins that. I haven't seen the new season of The Crown or any of the seasons of Mr. Robot since season one, and I don't know what Pose is, but if you don't give that to Brian Cox, he's going to tell you to fuck off.
1: Um, yeah, I, 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 to be honest, I don't know enough about what's going on to be able to take a swing at this. Mm-hmm. Billy Porter has been winning some stuff, and I've also heard really, really good things about Tobias Menzies' performance in The Crown.
0: Is the Golden Globes the one where everybody's shit-faced
1: yes. and there's like tables the size of the one we're sitting at right yes. now and it gets fucking weird and awkward yeah. like 10 minutes in? And they're, they've brought back Ricky Gervais to host this year. Oh, good. And he's usually he usually likes to stir the pot a little bit. Yeah, he's, a, he's an interesting one. I go through phases with
0: him where I, I hate him and then phases where I, I respect him as one of the best comedians to ever do it.
1: Yeah, but I, I definitely think that overall the fact that Game of Thrones is largely shut out of the the big time awards. Is the Golden Globe saying that season kind of sucked? So no, you don't get your free pass for being Game of Thrones. Okay, like, like the Emmys did. It's it's you know what I appreciate that. I just don't get the Kit not right. And, it makes and, the whole thing uh, way more confusing. I mean, yeah, I I, I don't know anything, but he totally could have like taken out a few guy, a few boys to the pub, a few lads. Yeah, you know, had a couple pints. Maybe who knows?
0: Was he uh. Is he dealing with some substance abuse? Oh, after the series ended, mm-hmm. he was like fucking depressed Yeah, he was drinking yeah. too much um, So the best television series drama nods are Big Little Lies, The Crown, Killing Eve Which
1: has been brought up mm-hmm. time and time and time Did you start it? Is that I, the one you y- started? Yeah, I'm, I I keep, it's just one of those ones that like I keep mm-hmm. just hitting pause on And then failing to come back to but, I, but I've watched most of season one. Okay. It's very entertaining. So, like, the morning show's there because Apple uh, put the money in and the work in and the time in to get the nod. That's the only way. That's the only fucking way that the morning show is on this list. And, so, and Watchmen is not. So, the thing about... The, okay, so here's the problem. What we are explaining
0: and describing right now was explained and described to me by my mother when I was, like, 15. She was like, here's the deal with the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. And she kind of walked me through how it worked. And I remember being like, yo, it sounds like the Golden Globes are not worth my time. And it's been 17 years since that conversation. Yeah. And I'm still trying to make sense of why I give a shit about this award show.
1: Yeah, it's it's really. It's just for fun? Yeah. That's it. it. And the best the best reason to care about it is because it is actually the most fun one to watch. To watch. That, my friend, you are not wrong. Yeah.
0: Because you're like, what the is going on the whole time and then they bring out the hollywood foreign press and explain it and you're just like who votes yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) who picked up they bring them out like towards the end too so you've seen like 30
1: movies and tv shows get their awards already and then they explain to you how that happens and you're like what yeah um let's see fleabag barry marvelous mrs maisel all nominated for best comedy series and then like we like we briefly touched on We can look at this movie list And know that some of these Will be nominated for Best Picture Of course But you can also kind of pick out The ones that you can tell are there Because they worked in 1917 I've never heard of it The Irishman Joker Marriage Story Which we can actually all watch On Netflix as well right now What the the hell is that? The Two Popes uh, Marriage Story was It stars Adam Driver Scarlett Johansson Written Uh, and directed by Noah Baumbach Tight I'm in on that Yeah And then from musical or comedy We have Dolomite Is My Name Which you said you really enjoyed I did. Jo- 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 but I wouldn't have fucking put it in the best motion picture musical. Well, okay. I forgot. They do these little funky. Uh, okay. Never jo- mind. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, which we've touched on, which we've talked about. Knives Out, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Rockin'. Hey, we're going to see Knives Out tomorrow. Hey, Rocket Man,
0: Rocket Man being on that list uh, for best motion picture of any kind, musical, mm-hmm. comedy, uh,
1: cartoon, doesn't matter, immediately makes this entire thing uh, mook. This is fucking bullshit. Give me your uh, pick, Rocket Man or um, the Queen one. The Queen one? What's the Queen one? The, the Rami Malek one from last year.
0: Oh, that's not even close. Bohemian Rhapsody was Bohemian like, Rhapsody. Made, made Rocket Man look like bohemian rhapsody by comparison was a masterful movie really an incredibly well Oh, i've heard the opposite take rocket man was was total and utter garbage (laughs) it was utter shit a total fuck as a huge john uh elton john john wayne you big john wayne guy as a huge elton john guy i was very disappointed in how they how they chose to to do that movie i don't think it worked out the way they
1: wanted it to now, didn't like it, didn't like it, thought it was poop This does not bode well Four out of for uh, for all my parasites out there Shouts to all the parasites um, Parasite is nominated, but for best foreign language motion picture uh, I see so, Les Mis is on that list That is not the Les Mis from like five years ago though So did they do it in like another country and now that gets to be back No, that movie is actually not about Les Mis. It's just called Les Miserables Why would you do that, Barrett? <laughs> Why would uh, any human being do This that? one called Portrait of a Lady on Fire I saw that's They showed us the trailer for that one When we saw Parasite And that looked interesting Oh yeah Man see this I think it's like This is the place The Golden Globes might be the one To pick up like weird movies mm-hmm. That like
0: maybe you didn't consider The first time around or whatever Like Yeah Cause I'm interested Okay I've seen the marketing for the two popes And I have Nothing has brought me close To wanting to watch that movie yet
1: So maybe the Some of the Golden Globe shit will Yeah You know I don't know uh, our girl Beanie Feldstein nominated for Booksmart. Oh, good. Yeah, good. Yeah. For writing, um, for, for uh, for acting, best performance by a either would make sense. Actress. But didn't she write it though? A actress in a comedy. But didn't she write it the whole the fucking the movie also? Mm, Just want to make sure I give her full credit. I, I cannot remember, unfortunately. Damn, Beanie. I'm gonna find out, dude.
0: I'll tell Bond you that right right now. Best
1: performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical or comedy. Beanie Feldstein. Book
0: yeah, Smart. she's uh, oh that she, I forget. I keep forgetting, dude. I don't know Jonah, how. Jonah Hill's sister, uh,
1: his twin, and looks and acts and moves exactly like he does. I keep forgetting. Also nominated for best actress in a motion picture, musical or comedy is Ana de Armas from *Knives Out*, mm-hmm. who I am just a huge fan of.
0: Oh, good. The screenplay for uh, *Booksmart* was written by Sarah Hoskins, Susanna Fogel... Fogel? Emily Halpern and Katie Drake? Silverman, Drake.
1: Yeah. Eh. Anyway, the Golden Globes. Uh, Did you ever see Blade Runner twenty forty nine? Predictably weird. No. Okay. The one with the one Gosling with, and Harrison Ford. Yeah. There's there is a like a like a sci fi robot chick girlfriend named. And it's she's played by Ana de Armas and uh, just in love. Basically. How do you? How do you? Sp- okay, I got it.
0: Sorry, I needed to look at this. Uh, this Anna momentarily. Oh, this is a book. I've what I've looked up now
1: <laughs> is not correct at all. What? How do you spell her last Anna, name? Anna. A N A, and then D E, like de. D E, and then Armas. A R M A S. Okay. Wow, she's
0: a tough one to get on the Google machine. Yeah. Oh sure. Oh sure, hon. She looks like a little. Um. She got a little Miley Cyrus going there, Barry. Okay, I could see that. She got a little, Miley, that. This is a little Miley Cyrus in yeah. this little picture here. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Not too mm-hmm. much though. But I get it. Okay. Sure. Oh, sure. Golden Globes. When when are they coming up, anyway? January. Fun, fun. That will do it for today's episode of OCC. Huge thanks to our sponsors again for uh, supporting the show. Make sure you support the sponsors to support us. Holiday season. You're shopping all month long. Take out the credit cards. Use the codes. Hit the URLs. By the way, if you're on Patreon, I'm going to go ahead and pump out all the active sponsorship codes uh, for you there if you're shopping this week, next week. You can hit those. Um, but if for some reason you don't need the greatest products known to man which are brought to you by the sponsors of this show, then you can get more OCC ad-free exclusively on patreon.com slash oystersclamscockles. Great way to support us, the clam fam, and everything we've got going here. Join the Crustacean Nation for $5 or the Mollusk Militia for 10 Get a ton more great content ad-free every month right there on patreon.com slash oystersclamscockles. with Everything from the prior months immediately becoming available to you um, the second that you sign up, and including, by the way, lots of video of Barrett and I—video episodes, video pods, if you want to call them that—where you can't just hear us; you can also see us. Wow, an added element, another sense to uh, to to
1: to. to... <laughs> I'll tell you what people like to do, and I do this sometimes, and I like it to titillate, and what? I like it. It's it's nice to have the video, and if you if you're a work listener, if you like mm. listening at work. You you pop on the video. Oh yeah, and then you and can just, and then yeah, and then you can just you don't have you don't always have to be on the video. But if you you know, but you click over, watch for a couple minutes. What well, you see you see what we look like, what we're how we're You're you know, reminded. Yeah, exactly. Of our, of see our what our physical... you see what our faces are doing. Yeah, which could just really add to add to it. It does change things for but, some people. You know,
0: for some of you, you may tune in and look at Barrett and I and go, my God. I can't listen what to these have two I been doing? anymore. <laughs> that might happen, but for a lot of you, it's going to be the opposite. You'll just be aroused. Yeah, yeah. So definitely go to Patreon.com/slash/OystersClamsCockles today and support us. Get yourself some more OCC ad-free and a ton of great video. Barrett's hair—you got to see it. You can yell at me to cut it if you want. Don't yell at him to c- just 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 behold it. <laughs> just behold it and keep your mouth shut on <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/OystersClamsCockles. We're on Instagram. Uh, At Oysters, Clams, Cockles On Twitter, at Clams and Cockles And we're on Facebook.com slash Oysters, Clams, Cockles My name is Ross Bolin You can follow me at W.R. Bolin At W-R-B-O-L-E-N On Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat And you can hear my voice on the Ross Bolin Podcast Twice a week, wherever OCC is available RBP is available The Ross Bolin Podcast, where it's a humor, comedy Animals, pirates, but also serious shit Like mental health and addiction and substance abuse And life show
1: it's a lot of fun. Check out RBP when you get the chance. Barrett, where can we follow you and hear more of your voice? Follow me at Barrett Dudley Twitter and Instagram. Listen to the Club Cool podcast wherever you are listening to this one. Got a little uh, got a little OCC kind of kind of crossover material coming for you this week. If you're oh. if you're an HBO boy or an HBO girl out there and, I you, am. and you've checked out the documentary mm. called Very Ralph about Ralph Lauren and his empire going to be talking about it not familiar with this doc on this uh on this week's edition i need to watch cool. it huh you can follow at club cool Pot on instagram ralph lauren a fascinating figure y- yeah from fashion quite history a, quite a beacon quite a beacon that one you know get yourself a 400 hundred dollar sweater with a teddy bear on it at macy's uh, <laughs> polo bear shouts to polo bear what's the up
0: what's the up in the uh the highest level of Ralph Lauren. Is it purple? Purple label. Purple label? Mm-hmm. I remember somebody gifting me a purple label shirt at some point, and I was like, I'm rich, bitch. Swanky. Yeah. And uh, it's gone now. <laughs> uh, where are we? What the fuck? Are- oh, that was your Club Cool Plug. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right talking, on. Talking very Ralph. Barrett and I are big. going to see Knives Out tomorrow. Shink! Then we will be potting about it for everybody in the movie club on uh, Patreon. Um, And as I said We'll be back next week We're going to do Mandalorian 5 and 6 We're going to do His Dark Materials 5 and 6 But first We're going to do The finale of Watchmen It should be very exciting Very exciting I don't know who that was At the end of Mandalorian I have no input I don't either I don't really care (laughs) That was like the nice thing It ended and I was like I don't even give a fuck Who that is Fuck it Whatever man Let's get some more Baby Yoda going We're out of here Adios muchachos Bye